Welcome to the bank. We're Family Neighborhood Accountants. I'm Nathan. And I'm Skylar. Alright, and today we will be talking about the disappearance of Bobby Dunbar. Bobby. Bobby, Bobby baby. <laughs> Bobby, we've been trying to call you. So this takes place in 1912, specifically Friday, August 23rd, is when it all starts. So we have four-year-old Bobby Dunbar and his family. They're staying at their family cabin in Louisiana on Swayze Lake. Now the family, including like all the others that came with them, totaled 11 people. Uh, and this included his parents, Leslie and Percy Dunbar, and his younger brother, Alonzo. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but like, Alonzo. Alonzo. Not Alfonso, Alonzo. But who names their child that? Um, did you hear the mother's name? Her name's Lessie. This is, <laughs> this is a family of weird names. <laughs> this is Louis. This is Opelousa, Louisiana. <laughs> this family is from Opelousa, Louisiana. <laughs> Everyone just is... Okay, you know, it's fitting. You know, it's fitting for I the think, town. I think it's fitting. The lake is called Swayze Lake. <laughs> Okay, this is full of weird names. Okay, I'm, I'm here for it. Cat in the hat, here we go. <laughs> so, Percy, dad, went out of town for work, um, and then Leslie was preparing for a french fry for that french fry. French fry, she was preparing <laughs> a, a single french fry. Le- so that she's going to have a potato. Shut up. <laughs> no. Leslie was preparing a fish fry for that night. That's very opposite from a French fry. Shut the fuck up. Fish and chips. Fish and chips. <laughs> she's, um, she's, oh, she's English now. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, so Percy went to work. Leslie's preparing for a French fry. <laughs> <laughs> she's preparing. I can't speak. This mic comes on and has all sense of speaking. So she comes with a fish fry. Yes, Percy's at work. Leslie's doing a fish fry. <laughs> but is there any French fry? Yeah, I hate you. I hate you so much. Um, but Bobby wanted to go fishing. He wanted to go to the lake and whatnot. So him and family friend Paul Mizzy. <laughs> Not Paul Mizzy. Paul Mizzy. <laughs> um, along with the other boys, because they decided they wanted to go, so all the all the boys in the group went. Okay. Uh, as you do, they decided to go fishing. Now, Paul was reportedly a close family friend of Bobby's. Uh, they would go horseback riding together often, and he had an affectionate nickname for him, but the nickname was Heavy. Not so that I don't affectionate. know how affectionate that really is. <laughs> Could you imagine they just, Bobby? Here's the affectionate nickname I'm giving you. You're gonna be heavy. <laughs> like, mm. well, that's pretty <clears throat> questionable in my opinion. Yeah, but anyway, the boys started heading back around lunchtime. The boys started heading back to the cabin around lunchtime, and the last recalled interaction with Bobby before he disappeared was when they were walking back, Paul had Alonzo on his shoulders, and Bobby was in front of him, and in and joking with Bobby, he said, quote, get out the way, Heavy, or I'll run you over. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and Bobby responded, 
quote, you can't do it. You ain't no bigger than me. End quote. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's... So we have this fun little playful interaction going on. <laughs> so... Imagine that's your last words to someone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's so traumatizing. Um, but the, by the time the boys get back, Leslie notices that her son is missing. She's, uh, he's not with the party. So they immediately started searching for Bobby. Now, some guys of the group searched the wagon, wagon trail nearby in case Bobby tried to go find his father. And in doing so, they ran into Percy, and Percy was like, holy fuck, my son's missing, and rushes back to the cabin, you know, to help look. Soon a search party had gathered, and they started to comb the lake with hooks. They, and weirdest, the weirdest way for looking for someone, they started using dynamite to, like, blow oh. up the lake. <laughs> What what is the purpose of blowing up the lake? Like, I how don't do you know? So let's say he like to, is in the lake, but like he's getting blown up. <laughs> like, I just don't feel like it's the most effective way. <laughs> it's not effective <laughs> at all. Um. So the next day, August twenty fourth, uh, nineteen twelve, about five hundred people have gathered to look for this boy. Uh, they, they divers have searched the lake, um, looking in the coves where they weren't able to like comb, comb the lake. Uh, nothing turned up except for like a deer corpse. Did uh, they blow that up? Maybe. <laughs> who knows? Uh, they began to speculate that he might have been attacked or eaten by an animal, likely an alligator, because you know Louisiana. Okay, this is gonna sound so dumb, but like, are alligators in lakes too, or are they just in rivers? Uh, they're in lakes. Uh, I, <laughs> I mean, well, this this lake is very like, uh, very wooded, and it's kind oh, of, it's kind of very similar to a swamp. Got you. It's not like um, like a like it's a not lake like, house kind of lake. It's not oh, a no. great lake. It's okay. just uh, it's just <laughs> it's not Lake Superior. Okay. Okay, but like what I meant was like you know how like people like live on lakes like lake life. Mm -hmm. Is it like it's not one of those like. No. Because, like, lake life is, like, tubing and swimming and, like, jet skiing. I don't think it's that nice. No. Okay, so what I'm hearing is swamp, algae probably smells bad, but people are still like, let's go fish. But, yeah, fish. Yeah. Yeah. And get attacked by alligators. Yes. Perfect. <clears throat> cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Many people don't believe that he drowned or was eaten by an alligator because of his clothes, specifically his hat. Uh, he was wearing a straw hat at the time, and they even tested the waters to see how long the hat would float, uh, and they saw that it would float for, like, hours uninhibited. I mean, like, what happens if the alligator ate the hat? I don't think the alligator would eat his hat. You don't know. I mean, like, it's very much... Maybe, maybe the alligator is wearing the hat. <laughs> uh -huh. Maybe the alligator was like, ooh, it's floating, I want a nice hat. And this then is a nice like, hat. I'm gonna keep it. Thanks. Yeah, and then put it after eating Bobby. <laughs> it was like, puts it on his head and walks out of the water. Well, either way, there would have been some trace of his clothes or his bones, something. There would have been something left behind. I thought alligators, like, eat its predators, like... Just whole? Well, not, like, whole, but, like, I don't know, like, bones and all. There would have been some trace. Okay. Okay, okay, so like, okay. it's not it's not the alligator. 
Um, but after a while, uh, Lassie's mother grew ill, and many of the family members had to go back to their hometown in Opelousa anyway. Uh, but Paul and two others stayed to search for weeks more. Uh, they did find a pair of solitary footprints uh, leading to the railroad bridge nearby. Uh, but there was still no body found, and speculation began that he could have been kidnapped. So they started questioning uh, the stragglers by the tracks if maybe they had taken Bobby, or if someone maybe came by boat and took him, or okay. just snuck on the trail and went back the other way. Okay, so there's now from only an alligator to many <laughs> possible <laughs> ways. Yes, specifically. Sorry, alligator and drowning, because they did blow up the lake. For they did. Um, no possibly blew up Bobby. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing, but I'm just thinking it's so dumb how they blew up the no, lake. No, it's the dumbest way to look for someone. <laughs> like... Um, so... <laughs> We're going back to Monday, August 26th, so about three days after he went, he disappeared. Uh, the New Orleans police were co um, contacted. Percy also later went to New Orleans to distribute over 700 photos and talk with reporters. Uh, a detective agency even made a postcard with a picture and description of Bobby to send across the country, and it read, quote, Age four years, full size for age, stout but not fat. Large, <laughs> large round blue eyes, light hair, fair skin with rosy cheeks, left foot had been burned when a baby, and shows a scar on the big toe, which is somewhat smaller than the big toe on the right foot, wore blue rompers and a straw hat without shoes. End quote. Wow, that's, um, very specific. <laughs> I mean, they got to be able to identify yeah. him. But, like, don't you think people would be like, why is there, like, a burn mark, like, from when a child, or, like, a scar? I don't know. In my opinion, if someone's putting that out, along with not fat, just large. <laughs> Stout, but not fat. <laughs> Stout, not fat. Um... I don't know. I'd just be a little like, is this kid in the like safest area? Oh, I mean, he wasn't wearing shoes. Or that. Like So and it's also nineteen twelve. Okay, so they're probably just not No one cares. It's, it's... <laughs> no one cares. Wait, but I don't know, I feel like who's gonna like look at his feet to make sure it's like that's the child? Or weapons of like. I mean, when they when they find a child that looks like him, that fits the description, they can check his feet. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> and then people are just like, like hey, let me see your feet. Hey, you look like this child, and then they can check an identifier. Ah. Uh, okay. Anyway, so despite leads, everyone in Opelousa still believed that Bobby was alive, and they amassed a reward of a thousand dollars, which was a lot of money in 1912. Yeah, like dang. To be paid to any person who will deliver him alive. No questions asked. So if they delivered him dead, there's no money. Well, why would they give <laughs> them money for a dead child? <laughs> well, like, if he's dead and they found him, like, if they found him, like, buried in the woods or, like, 
his remains. Like, I feel like the family should still pay those people for finding him. Uh, I don't know about that. Why do you think I the kidnapper would just be like, kabang! And then just so bad that they don't care what happened they just want him back well yes but like preferably alive preferably alive only if he's alive like yeah (laughs) (laughs) just say um anyway yes continue please tell me after eight months of him being missing the reward money was returned to the city because no leads have came in no sign of Bobby um, but a week later, a tip did come in that a tinkler slash a tinkler a tinkler <laughs> a tip did come in that a tinker slash peddler, uh, like he fixed pianos and shit. Oh, gotcha. Uh, he was named William Cant Cantrell Walters. Uh, he was spotted in southern Mississippi with a boy resembling Bobby. Oh, and wait, how long was that since the disappearance? Uh, eight months. So eight it's months. now April nineteen thirteen. Oh, dang. Yeah, uh, and Walters would not give a straight answer as to who the boy belonged to or who he was. Uh, he was he was caught saying that the boy was his, and then saying that it was his brother's illegitimate son, or that it was even his sister's. Oh my god! So what I'm hearing is they found Bobby. Uh, well, <clears throat> they weren't able to, you know, get gain custody of the child like the state city wasn't until a group witnessed him whipping the child, so they were able to detain him and examine the boy. What is with this time period and... Who knows what's going on? Like, is everyone okay? Like, not just, like, the (laughs) child. I mean, like, the main concern is the children, but, like, are the adults okay? I don't think so, no. Like, they're just, they're... A lot of is what I'm getting is um, they're willing to pay a lot of money for Bobby, but they don't give him shoes. Um, he's burned as a child, has scars on his feet. This man's over here whipping this child. They're like, doing their best. Well, their best isn't good enough. <laughs> no, you're completely right. It's not. Uh, it's quite horrible. So after detaining and examining the boy, the authorities did believe that the boy was Bobby Dunbar and asked the family to send further photo evidence to confirm. Uh, Soon after, the Dunbars traveled there to see the boy, and at first there wasn't a good interaction between the two, Uh, but the second day when Leslie was able to, like, undress him and bathe him, she did, she was able to claim that it was in fact Bobby. Now, Walters finally got his story straight and said, he was insistent that the boy was not Bobby, but a boy named Bruce Anderson. But, like, when, what was it, Leslie? Yeah. Leslie. Leslie. When Leslie bathed the child, it had Bobby's, like, scar and burn. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Walter <laughs> here is saying that it's Bruce. Bruce Anderson. Bruce Anderson. <laughs> what a name, first off. Uh, yeah. Who- More fun names. <laughs> 
Actually, I feel like that one's kind of like, you know, I mean, average. that's the more tame name of the bunch, I <laughs> yeah. think. Yeah. It's very, compared to everyone else, it's more relaxed. Yeah. Uh, so Bruce Anderson was the son of his brother and his brother's mistress, Julia Anderson, uh, who worked as a field hand and a caretaker for William's parents in Barnesville, North Carolina. Uh, Walters claimed that Julia gave the boy willingly, and Julia slightly confirmed this with a statement, uh, quote, Walters left Barnesville, North Carolina with my son, Charles Bruce, in February of 1912, saying that he only wanted to take the child with him for a few days on a visit to the home of his sister. I have not seen the child from that day to this. I did not give him the child. I nearly consented, oh my god, I nearly consented for him to take my son for a few days, end quote. Now, Bruce Anderson has been missing for 14 months up to this day. Oh uh, my up, up till April 1913. So now we have two missing people. So now there are like two missing one. boys, for sure. Oh um, now, some say that Williams was just trying to avoid the kidnapping charge in Louisiana because it was a capital offense, uh, so he could have been put to death. Um, Walters did send the Dunbars a message around this time saying, quote, I know by now you have decided. You are wrong. It is likely I will lose my life on account of that. And if I do, the great God will hold you accountable. End quote. <laughs> he did not say that. He did. Oh my God. He threatened them with the spite of God. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. I don't know how you can like be like, I'm over here kidnapping children, whipping them, and treating them like crap. But you know, God's going to have mercy if you kill me. I mean... Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, the fuck? But it's also like, he is responsible for one of the children, Bruce. Yeah, but only for a couple days. <laughs> Who he's had for 15 months. <laughs> he was like, I actually just like Bruce too much that you're not getting your so son So either way, one child's missing. Uh, but in May 1st, 1913, Julia Anderson arrived in Okaloosa, Louisiana to try and identify the boy as Bruce and not Bobby. Uh, however, the town had already decided that the boy was Bobby, even going as far as to throwing a parade to celebrate his return. <laughs> and the boy was also given a bike and a pony. Bike and a pony. Like an actual pony. Like an actual pony from the Dunbar family. Okay, can I go missing? I want a pony. <laughs> um, which I'm like, yes. Wait, but did they ever- Your child's missing for like eight, eight, nine months. Like, shower them with affection. Yeah. But I'm like, got... is this child just thinking, hmm, life seems pretty good here. I got a parade, a bike, and a pony. <laughs> I'm just gonna stay here. Wait, was it- wait, so wasn't his actual family that- Everyone in Opelousa, including the Dunbar family, believes that it is Bobby. Then it is, right? Like, if- Um, well- Julia arrived to identify the boy, and the boy is reported to have the same initial reaction as to when he met Lessie, uh, which was not well, but the second day when Lessie was a uh, able to undress the boy, she could say, she said with more certainty that it was Bruce, uh, but the press and people did not like her hesitation in trying to identify the boy, so the, a lot of people kind of Reject her, rejected her claim on the boy because she had hesitation for that first day. Which I'm like, 
But did Lessie? Wait, so now they just have this chat. Wait, did Bruce and Bobby look similar? Uh, they, they look similar enough. I guess. But if, how they, if they're you... having this much trouble just try, trying to decide how if it's Bruce Does or Bobby, Bruce also have a scar and a burn on his foot. Like I, I feel like so. either they're like really bad at this, or like they're actually both like the same person. Well, like I don't get why this is so hard to identify him. Well, it also didn't help in Julia's favor that the press began demonizing her for having three different children out of wedlock with two different men. And they even went as far to claim that she might have been a prostitute, which I don't really believe that she was a prostitute. Just, yeah. I think they just said that because it's 1912 and she had three two. children with two different men that she yeah. wasn't married to. Um, the media always bashing women. And furthermore, she had lost all of her children within a year. So her her uh, her daughter, she had to give up for adoption. And then one died as a baby. And then Bruce obviously Got went missing. missing. Oh my gosh. So she's having a time. Julia's I, having a time. Oh my gosh. Like, a single mom who works too hard. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh my gosh. So the press was demonizing her for not being able to take care of her children uh and because of this the majority of the population and people following the case were like yeah this isn't bruce we're just gonna say it's bobby okay. um and a court also ordered that the boy they did rule oh my god hello i cannot speak today i'm so sorry that's okay a court also ruled in favor of the dunbars and claimed that the boy was bobby and gave custody to the dunbars but julia also had no lawyer no money, and no friends in the city of Opelousa. Okay, that seems a little <laughs> rigged in my opinion. So it's like she couldn't have really fought for him yeah. regardless. Oh my gosh. And she's the one that has... Um... She's the one from North Carolina. Gotcha, the Bruce. Mm-hmm. Walters was sentenced to a life in prison, but he did file for an appeal two years after and he, the verdict was overturned, and he was granted a new trial. Uh, he was later released. They did not just release a kidnapper. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they did. I mean, even even if, regardless of who the boy is, he still kidnapped a child. Yeah, he still kidnapped, and he beat up a child. Yeah, he still kidnapped and whipped a child. Yeah, like... So... I, I don't think they should just be released for that. <laughs> like... Like I don't I, think two years is long enough. No, it's not. I feel like, you know, maybe, um, maybe, like, 20 years? Mm -hmm. 30 years? Seems reasonable. Um, however, because of the court's ruling, the boy did continue to grow up as Bobby Dunbar. He later married at the age of 18 and had four children. Uh, he passed away in 1966. But wait, there's oh, more. No. Oh no, there's, wait, a, there's a clause. But wait, there's more. <laughs> in 1999, Margaret Dunbar Cutright, Bobby's granddaughter, was intrigued by her family's history, her family's story, her family's past, okay. and would continually ask her grandmother about it, um, Bobby's wife, that is. And the family did keep a scrapbook with over 400 articles about the Dunbar case. Uh, which was in turn passed down to Margaret. And she was, she said about the scrapbook, scrapbook, 
quote, The scrapbook was like a jigsaw puzzle without the picture on the box, and I lost myself over the next few months trying to piece it together. End quote. Uh, there was even a cartoon in the scrapbook, which I just find hilarious and very much um, life crisis. It's of a child sitting on his grandpa's lap, and the little quote of the cartoon is, quote, Grandpa, do you think we'll ever know for certain what our last name is? End quote. Oh my god! No! <laughs> and I'm like, imagine reading that. You're just, what? <laughs> I mean, she has a fair point. Will they actually ever know the last name? Well, get this, there's more. Uh, while reading through the articles, Margaret began to notice differences in how things were reported. So there were two different articles about the initial reaction of Lessie meeting the boy. One stating that Lessie recognized him immediately, um, and another stating that she was very unsure. There was also an article stating that the Dunbars initially told reporters that the boy didn't look like their son. Quote, his eyes are too small, quote, end quote. Another article also claimed that Bobby didn't recognize his father, mother, or brother upon meeting them. However, a different article said that he recognized his brother immediately, even calling him out by name and hugging him. So no one has a straight story on this. And those two articles came out like the exact same time, right? Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't... Same time period. Crazy, oh right? Oh my god, so what I'm hearing is the family probably gave money to one of them since they obviously had money. Well, there were also articles from Julia Anderson's perspective. And Julia always felt like the Dunbars stole her son. Uh, there's a quote from Linda Tarver, Julia's granddaughter, uh, that she released a statement, quote, All of us cousins grew up. We knew that we had an uncle that had been taken by the Dunbar family. We always said kidnapped. We said they kidnapped him, end quote. Okay, so what I'm hearing is Bruce was not kidnapped once, but twice. <laughs> <laughs> and Bobby is still missing. Well, the thing is, the boy believes that he's Bobby. So, but the Anderson family thinks that they kidnapped their their relative, Bruce Anderson. The Dunbars think they found their son, Bobby. Yeah. And there's no solid report onto who's who. And this and it's this is a time period, right, where like police doesn't have like much like in um what is it? Like in forensics Uh forensics? There we go. Uh yes, yes, yes. Because it's nineteen nineteen tens. Okay, so they just don't really have anything except for word of mouth and footprints. Yeah, it's like the old timey detectives in the black and white with the lamp, like, tell me what you know. <laughs> <laughs> Not to tell me what you know. Spill it now. <laughs> oh my god, so what I'm hearing is they'll just never get an answer because they never, you know, they can't do blood testing. And... Well, get this. Later, DNA testing did come up, they, it did come into question, and Bobby Dunbar Jr. Margaret's father and Bobby's son agreed to give a sample to test against a son of Alonzo, Bobby's baby brother. Um, many family members actually urged them to leave it alone. One family member saying, quote, no matter how it turns out, there's going to be a sense of loss. What's to be gained? End quote. That's a little fishy. It's 
That's a little suspicious. Yeah. Because I'm like, mm, but there is stuff to be gained here. We can find out who the fuck he is. Yeah. Like, Which I mean, like, he already grew up and died, but like, still. Yeah, like, it gives an opportunity to know who yeah. he was. Like, sure, like, you're gonna lose the fact that he actually wasn't, like, your child, but like... Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of get what they're saying, because they're like, why reopen this wound that's, like, so old? Why the fuck not? But, like, one family still, still have yeah. closure? They still have, like... So... Yeah. I'm, they should just... I think they should... Did they do it? Okay, well, the results came back. Drumroll, please. <laughs> Negative. There, it is not Bobby Dunbar. Oh my god! <laughs> he so is... he lived his whole life pretending <laughs> to be he Bobby? He is not related to the Dunbars at all. Oh my god, so was he... Was he Bruce? Well... Get this. He wasn't even Bruce. <laughs> they did not test the DNA against the Andersons. I don't know why. One relative did offer to give his DNA to be tested, but he passed away before being able to. Um, but even without the testing, many in the public and the Anderson family still believe that the boy had actually been Bruce all along. Could you imagine? You're like so desperate for your child back that you just snatch another child that looks like your child, but you're like, it's not my child, but I'm gonna pretend that it is, and then really fuck up his life. I mean, what's his life that fucked up? He got a bike and a pony. <laughs> <laughs> and a parade. Okay, yes, but like, you know, like, you don't actually know who you really are. Like, can you imagine just being Bobby Dash Bruce? And, like, you don't actually know who you are, and you're just stuck with this yeah. family. You're like, well, life's good because it gave me a bike, a pony, and a parade. But, like, I mean, he was four years old. So he didn't. So he didn't really remember much, gotcha. to be honest. Which is why the, the boy didn't really ever speak. He never really gave any kind of statement or anything because he was four. So where's Bobby? Well, um,. In a well. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's in a well. Um, so after the DNA testing, Bobby Bobby Jr. did release a statement later saying that he remembered a convo that he had with his dad. Uh, quote, with his dad saying, quote, I know who I am and I know who you are and nothing else makes a difference. End quote. Hmm. Which can, I think, can be taken two ways. Because it's like, I know who I am, I know who you are, doesn't matter what our last name is, like, we're here now. Yeah. Like, we're family, regardless. Doesn't matter. Um, but then I'm also like, does he know? <laughs> Could you imagine they just were like, they get the results and they're like, let's just not tell him. <laughs> well, Bobby, Bobby is dead. Well, oh. Bobby not Bobby is dead. Bobby not Bobby is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby not Bobby is dead in 1966. Before the DNA testing. Okay. But I'm like, did Bobby Not Bobby know all along? And was just like, let me just keep this a lifelong secret until I die. Yeah. Like... Because my life is better over here. I mean, like, I get it. It's just... I don't know. I just... <sighs> or is it more like a loving sentiment? You know what I mean? It could... I think it's both, to be honest. I feel like it's... Both. Like it's you like there's uh, a little hit in there. This, yeah, like it's a little like. Well, some some do say that this memory could be a memory of suggestion because it did happen after the DNA testing. Oh, okay. So some some saying that 
maybe he's just not remembering this correctly or making it up in some sense. Yeah. Um, but regardless, he's not Bobby, and we still don't know what happened to Bobby. No so, clothes or body was ever found. So it's a cold case. Basically. In a 1932 interview, Bobby Dunbar, who was actually perhaps Bruce, yeah. at least not Bobby, uh, recalled a memory from his time spent with William Walters, and he remembered that there had been another boy with him who had fell off the wagon and died and was buried. Some wonder uh, if he could have kidnapped both boys. Dang. Now I'm just curious, like, where's the actual body? That's the thing. We'll never know. We'll never know. We'll just have to make up in our heads. <laughs> I'm Bobby. <laughs> I'm Bobby. <laughs> yeah, that, that's one of my favorite cases because it's like, mm-hmm. we don't know. And also, Bobby's not Bobby's. <laughs> Bobby's not Bobby. I, just, I don't know. Something seems fishy between just everything. Literally everything. The whole just case is just so uneasy to me. I'm also like, they really looked that much alike and had that many similar identifiers. And the burn in the scar? Like, I don't know how many kids running around with a burn on their foot and a scar that's on their big toe but slightly smaller than their other big toe. Well, it was also, it also talked about how Lessie noticed like his like, moles and stuff in the same places. And I'm like, that's just creepy similar. Cause like, he had like a mole like on his like neck or like whatever, yeah. and so did the boy that they found. With that, and with that, we're done. <laughs> and <laughs> we with, end this episode. I don't know. And with Bobby not being Bobby, and now we know Bobby's not Bobby. Maybe I'm not Nathan. Maybe you're not Skyler. The world may never know. The world may never know. Like a Tootsie Pop. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's one ending. <laughs> <laughs>